0: everyone and welcome back to All Saints Catholic Church for Scripture Reflections on the 14th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Uh, I'm Andrew, this is Paul. Hello. And uh, we're going to look at the readings for this Sunday. We're going to look at uh, the first reading is from the prophet Ezekiel and then the uh, second reading is from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians and then our gospel comes from the gospel of Mark. Um, and there's some cool themes that kind of run through all of these. Um, so first off we have Ezekiel uh, who's one of the prophets who's one of the His writings are some of the more out there kinds of prophecies uh, in terms of what images are being used and things like that. Uh, But this is right at the beginning of the book of Ezekiel uh, where he's still sort of um, being called into being a prophet. Mm -hmm. And so he's saying that um, he's describing how God is uh, speaking to him and still just kind of telling him what he's going to be doing and sending him on this mission. He's saying, I'm going to be sending you to the Israelites and they're probably not going to like you. Uh, some of them might. Some of them yeah. might not. But either way, they're going to know that a prophet is among you, um, which is kind of a cool yeah. way to, to say that. Um, and then we also have, that goes well with our gospel, but even first we have, uh, in the second reading, we have St. Paul talking to the Corinthians saying that um, in one of his, like, three-layer humble brags where he's talking about um, that well, I might not be too elated, God Paul has given me, this. yeah, yeah. Uh, which, still right, um, but... Saying, it talks about he has a thorn in the flesh where he was, so that he wouldn't become too prideful God has given him some kind of affliction or issue or something and he doesn't exactly explain what that is but uh, he does talk about um, the fact that this is something for him to be able to uh, maintain some kind of humility yeah. uh, because it's an issue that God's given him and God tells him or he, he, he prays to God and he says could you just get rid of this please like, I would love to not have this issue says, well, my grace is sufficient for you. Um that, that line comes back in a lot of different places. Um, but then we come back to the gospel where uh, Jesus is going he's gone back to Nazareth. Uh, and it's the, the shorter version of the story from, I think, Matthew and some of the other gospels. But it's where he goes and preaches in the synagogue, and everyone is like, cool, but... We know you. Like yeah. you were. That's your mom over there, and like you grew up in, like you went to school or whatever. And your dad was just a carpenter, right? Yeah, we, we know you. Where are you getting all this? Why are we listening to you? Um, says he wasn't able to do much of anything while he was in town there.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. You know, a lot of times we have the prophets. Um, you know, the, either they go out to the Israelites, or I, and I'm trying to remember which one now. It is that like you're actually going to be the one who doesn't ever go to the Israelites. Instead, you're going to go like Jonah right. is sent to the Ninevites who clearly did not like the Israelites Um, and things like that where it's even the prophets that get to go home to their own town to their own places where they're going to preach and talk about God they're not welcome there Um, and what I love about these readings is that it very clearly shows the the more active participation of the Holy Spirit in their lives, right, in Ezekiel it says that the Holy Spirit fell upon him and sat at his feet so that he was ready for this journey. Um, and Paul, I think, does the same thing in a lot of ways to where it's like it says that an angel of Satan was set upon him. Um, you know, so there's that idea of, like, this constant temptation, this constant battle. And then it's the understanding that my grace is sufficient to get you through these things. It's that understanding of, like, I gave you this this advocate of the Holy Spirit so that you'd be able to handle these things. Stop with your humble brags or whatever it might be and understand, like, who I am. Uh, And then you can see it with Jesus, I'm sure, as he's moving through. It's it's probably a reminder playing back in his relationship with God the Father and and the Holy Spirit as part of the, the trinity of, like, I already knew this was the mission. I already knew that when I went home and I began to preach these things, that I was going to be received in the same way. And I think it's uh, part of Ezekiel where it says, The Son of Man will not be accepted in this way. And it's it's not just talking about Ezekiel as the prophet, but I think it's foreshadowing of like Jesus. And it's like, You're know, not going to welcome you either, even when you come directly from me. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think all three of these readings
0: um, just give us an image of reminder that. The, the life of faith is not always going to look successful. Um, mm. Like, it's always going to be good, but it's it's gonna feel like things are falling apart sometimes. Yeah. There's gonna be times when no fruit comes from what you're doing, or whatever it is that... Um, it's. And just, I think with all three of these cases, you know, we have the image that St. Paul was this, you know, great orator and writer right. or whatever, and then the evangelist, and he did all these things, and like, yes, but also... He struggled. He still had struggles, yeah. and like... Ezekiel was this prophet, you know, legend, basically. And yet, he knew from the out, from the outset that it was like, this is not always going to go not well. gonna be even easy. literally Jesus had problems yeah. <laughs> going and, and doing his mission. Uh, and that's, that's just part of the mission.
1: Yeah, and we talked about that earlier with, like, St. Paul is, um, you know, we had the feast day of St. Peter and Paul, and, and the reason why there's, their feast days are together is they're both um, patrons of Rome, they were killed within... Probably was a four year span by Emperor Nero uh, as he's oppressing all these Christians. And so we celebrate their feast on the same day because of the idea of the martyrdom being part of one, one witness uh, as they were going out. And the whole idea is like, even with everything that um, Paul was doing well as an evangelist, he had this history that was not good. He even had struggles during those times where he was this great evangelist. Um, but it's still, as long as you're following what the Holy Spirit is calling you to, as long as you're following the mission of the church, even the rejection that you're going to get is going to be redemptive in some sort of way. Um, and I think that's the thing for all of us, right? Like, some of the, some of the hardest conversations we have about the faith happen inside our home. Um, but it's where we need to be, you know? It's, it's those people that we need to be reaching out to and catechizing uh, because they're our family and, and we've got to start there first. Um, so yeah, I mean, I know every week we talk about this—the different challenges that we face—and you know, it's it's a challenge to be Catholic. It's a challenge to be Christian. Um, it's not—we're not called to be complacent. We're not called to be part of a, a mission church that's easy. Um, we're we're called to this challenge and we accept it. So, start in your homes. Uh, continue to to grow in those places. Continue to um, be a prophet and, and a priest and a king to to everyone around you because that's what we're called to do through our baptism. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for
0: being with us this week. Be sure to join us again next week as we talk about the 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Until then, please keep praying for us and know that we are praying for you and we will see you then. God bless. Bye.